On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now here's your host, Angelique Luna. Well, I think, I don't know if it was last year, there was a, somebody checking into the hotel and they had a issue, they had used their husband's credit card and he wasn't there, or, and she got emotionally upset over it, and yeah. Mia just kind of like swooped in, got it all taken care of, calmed her down, got her checked in, explained to the hotel, and she was off to her room. So stuff like that, it could have been a major disaster, and she could have just left, mm-hmm. but... Amia was able to fix it and explain to them what was going on. So, I've, again, I say that's very important because, you know, we've gone from this 150 attendee to over 500. So it's a, it's a lot of people to keep happy. But I think that we do a good job. But we, we've had our moments, and we've had years where after, after the convention is over, we look at each other and we're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> it was a suicide mission. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it was at year five, I think it was, that after the convention and me and I sat down and we're like, we have to make some changes. It was either after four or after five. Yeah. And um, we're like, we have amazing people on our core staff, but we don't have those people in the right positions. Like something just isn't working and that happens. It ha- something happens every year where we just kind of go, Ugh. you know, like we yeah. just can't. Um, but we did. We sat down and we made some changes. We moved some people around and it made a huge difference. Like that following year, like you could just tell, you know, everybody's spirits were a little bit higher. They were doing what they liked doing. They were in the right position and and doing what they were good at and mm-hmm. what they were strong at. So, And I think we also that year sat down and created a kind of a, a, a flow of, of hierarchy um, within the group as well. So, so everybody knew if there was an issue, if they had a problem, if they had a concern who they were to go to talk to. And we kind of did this chain of command. And that really helped with disseminating information and making sure everybody was on the same page. And it really solved a lot of the communication issues that we were kind of having behind the scenes that I don't think we really have those anymore because we have the right people in the right place knowing who to talk to. Well, you definitely have a dedicated staff, that's obvious. You have a loyal following so far the last two years. From our side, we haven't seen too many hitches. Unless you're an event planner, then you can call it out because there's been times I'm like, okay, I'm running it this way because I know that. It's like that tall tale sign there. That, that look. Yeah. But yeah. tell us those fun stories. Well, we haven't heard how things here. have changed through logistics. We've heard like from registration, security, now logistics. And a lot's changed. Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. Yes. We're going to go down. The... I want to make sure everyone has a chance to talk. Okay. Uh, it's you're, like you're hitting third on the spot. Yeah. I'm going to start you. I'm going to give you the subject for the first conversation. Airwall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
Ceilings. No, it's not wrong. <laughs> ceilings. Oh, yeah. yeah. The oh, ceiling, the air wall, and the yeah. carry-on. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> trying to move that thing. Oh, God. I can imagine. <laughs> without the ceiling <laughs> falling down. Without the ceiling falling Which down. Which did happen a couple times. Yes. <laughs> it's yeah, like sliding that. So the sky was literally falling down. Yes. <laughs> yes. The sky was literally falling down. And we had to move that just a certain way for it to slip underneath the ceiling tiles for us to line that up and get that all nice and neat, and then we had to take it back down again after a few hours <laughs> and make sure we didn't break it on its way back. We don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, because finding somebody that works for the hotel to help us is yeah. just not an option. No. Okay, for our audience member who's not familiarized with convention space and um, rooms, air walls are basically the dividers between room spaces and conventions. So it's usually like a walkway for people to walk through or, you know, to get stat, you know, either equipment or materials or people to behind. So that's what they're talking about, the air walls. Some of them are nice and easy and some are just a hazard to walk through as they were explaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for the Clarion, their air wall, um, it took the big main ballroom and broke it up into two rooms. So every day we had to put that up for the classes and then every night pull it down for the play space. Mm. I think I think it made that space was kind of a nightmare and it was always it was like the one I, one time of the day I think I paused just to watch because it became gymnastics <laughs> with the equipment and them trying to manipulate them around chandeliers and put them in the spaces where they're supposed to be and you're just sitting there with popcorn watching as like five adults trying to figure out how to <laughs> watching for the train wreck to happen okay I, I got a 50 that yeah. this is going to pop all the chandeliers are still up there okay <laughs> she didn't hey. just run you over she backed up too. I know Okay, well, at least you have all your fingers and toes. You're good. Well, <laughs> That's so, questionable. So putting equipment together, putting equipment together, you can lose fingers and toes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that? Well, I'm still it's just like, picturing no, like a coming. nutcracker wall because all these people are moving these big objects. That well, that and the furniture. I think the furniture has been a huge logistics change with moving to the new hotel. Not having to go up the elevator and the staircase, having it all on one floor. Having a loading dock? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a loading dock. With a ramp? Scott over here, helping make sure all that stuff fits inside the truck like it's supposed Tetris. to. Tetris. Like Tetris Master. Master. Tetris. Tetris Master. <laughs> Back of house here is... is significantly better. A lot better. We can hide things in back of house here. There was no back of house. <laughs> I remember the first year we were here, it was kind of funny because we had, we had like a plan, a preliminary plan of like, all right, well, the core core is going to get here at this time and we're going to start loading after a certain amount of hours. Scott was so excited to be able to use that loading dock. <laughs> he, went, he didn't even unpack his car. He was unpacking the truck. He's like, let's get it in. I want to use this now. And I was like, I thought we weren't loading in for another hour. Scott's already back there. I got the truck off of there. <laughs> Clearly. Do you guys remember when we had plastic sheeting instead of, uh, instead of oh, that. God. That I think's probably been our biggest upgrade. Is... Our pipe and drape used to yes. be PVC <laughs> and poly Pla 
this queen. Basically yeah. garbage bags. Yeah. 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 I think we yeah. actually had to so, resort so to that one This is actually a serial killer conference. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. But that sounds like a great threat for security. I could take this down at any time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that, but it's like, that's like, that's probably, probably the most visual upgrade, aside from the ho- switching hotels, that attendees would have even seen, is the fact that we went from this plastic that sometimes didn't quite do its job, to pipe and drape that made it so that they were in their own space without even having to think about the rest of the hotel. We look all professional and shit. Because but we we help other events in the area as well and people will look at our stuff and be like, oh my god, you guys are so professional. I'm like, yeah, you should have seen us like four, five, six years ago. <laughs> Not so much. Yeah. That great moment where you smile and go, thank you. They want it. It's like Michael got the stage Mansions and so forth to block mansions, off. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. With that, the yeah. pipe and drape upgrades. Oh, the lighting in the dungeon. The lighting. The lighting. lighting. Yeah. Well, the Why? first year, um, the sound equipment was something I had bought off of Craigslist for five hundred bucks. That's had a big evolution too. Yeah. 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 yeah, and then you also learned your lesson to specify when you're looking for subs. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> subs and subwoofers are two different things on FetLife. <laughs> that was still a great post. Yeah, that was priceless. <laughs> what, what, you sub? People? what do you need me to do? Not the sub I was looking for. <laughs> you know, really into a in the corner. <laughs> Here's what I found out that day. Everyone in the community was so um, willing to throw me under the bus as they called a Mia. (laughs) 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 Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That just makes me laugh. Things you forget. And I think that's what's really kind of cool about us doing this right now is because I think we forget where we started Mm -hmm. and what we started with. Right. And and to kind of look at where we are now and, and the team that we have assembled and and how much, you know, how hard work that we all do that I think we forget, you know, what we used to do. How we used to have to make do with garbage bags and PVC pipe and, you know, Craigslist items and stuff like oh, that. And now our DMs have these color bands and Cecil over at the woodshed will tell you it was his idea. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is the, uh, the, the running uh, debate between the two of them. Oh. <laughs> So, Master Cecil, if you're listening, no. <laughs> and the fight goes on. It's <laughs> real, folks. I think I think um, those bands actually didn't. We start using them when we were working Um, I don't remember. I know I had bought them and we pitched them to the core team and then we did go to Orlando's fire and he was using them and I was like he's got a spy he's got a spy he's got a spy on our core team so I've got actually new bands um, that we have to test out these are a a brighter blue Mm. and um, I got a couple samples in just to test them out but uh, 
That hasn't been announced yet either. <laughs> Surprise! Surprise! Breaking news! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's the little things that yeah. just... Uh-huh. Yeah, that makes your life easier. Yeah. You know, just For hearing, sure. you know, like the loaning dots, the elevators, not the stairs, the clip, you know, that that does, it's huge. Because I, I was in event planning for 15 years. I understand that pain. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's the attention to details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it is the colored bands. It's the... Um, Pipe and trade. Yeah, it's uh, everything from uh, what rules we're going to have for the dungeon space, right? Um, I I know people that um, won't come to an event space because of the dungeon rules. So um, we're always trying to make sure that we're being as fair as possible, but yet keep everyone safe and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of changes, yeah. Even our vendor room has has changed dramatically. Again, they don't have to go up and down stairs, which is nice. <laughs> they don't have to go through the main ballroom, which is even better. Which was a class yeah. one, so they would break down, and, and as they're breaking down, they'd have to track all their stuff through an actual class. Yeah. And um, now they don't have to do that. Yeah, back this of one house. is... Back of house. Yeah. Actually, they don't even have to worry about back of house because they've got a door right outside. Yeah, they're right at the front door. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they have their own little space there. Yeah. And... Air conditioning. Uh, <laughs> and you notice how everybody's like, oh, yeah. And that's because it never failed. It never failed. It One did. of the rooms would not have AC working. And it would it, rotate. It would. It would never it be would. the same room. Yeah, it would oh, rotate. We, we would have to figure it out. in one room, and it'd go out in another. Yeah. Not here, our old place. No, yeah. not here. Yeah. 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 Our old hotel. Here, yeah. well, last year we got complaints about freezing. So Yes, that was one of them. <laughs> last last <laughs> year at the last year at the um, old hotel, remember the plumbing issue? That an entire half of a oh, floor God. lost oh. plumbing for two days. Yeah. Yeah. So And, and it was the suites too. Yep. So it was like a huge impact because it, those were multiple people in now more the, than more than four people typically in one right. room. Now the good news is most of them were staff, right? And so, well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> we all took showers somewhere else, but. <laughs> but I mean, that is that's something you can't help. You know, it, unfortunately, we're at the mercy of the hotel, which whatever hotel we're in, yeah. we're at the mercy of them to make sure that that they have everything in good working order, and. Stuff happens, you know. Somebody can flush something down the toilet that didn't belong there, and then what? I think that statement is is why we love our core team so much because we can have like we meet once a month, mm-hmm. and um, we have core meetings once a month, and we map the weekend, we map their teams, we map we map everything out. So when we get here at FPE, it, it's it's all mapped. Mm-hmm. And, and you can find anybody to follow the map, but then the stuff happens, and oh, yeah. people have to yeah. think on their feet, and 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 to have a core team that knows that that we have their back, that we trust in their abilities, that they can make decisions on the fly, and just take care of it, and not have to feel like they have to run back to us all the time, or get clarification or permission that that we've enabled them and empowered them to do what they need to do, and, and they're capable of making these decisions um, on the fly to take care of whatever needs to get taken care of is such a huge load for us. And I think that is a huge part of why it's so seamless throughout the weekend because they they know what to do when they do it. I remember the first couple years it was Ask Amia. 
Ask Mia because at that point they they were still figuring it out themselves. So um, when something would happen, everybody would just kind of look at each other and go go ask Mia because I don't know. And then Daddy Michael said something to me one year that resonated, and he said, "Do what you feel is right. Do what you've got to do. And if I don't agree, we'll have a conversation later. But I'm gonna have your back." And mm-hmm. you don't have to worry about anything. And yeah. I've kind of, we've taken that and we've run and he's never let us down. I mean, and there's sometimes like he looks at me and he's like, Millie, no. <laughs> 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 but I did it and he it worked. <laughs> it it served a die? purpose. <laughs> right. But then later he's like, maybe you could have handled that differently. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but I'm not here to be nice, right? Yeah, no, like, well, no. we, we didn't hire her to be nice. <laughs> See, we do that... not hold the Disney policy. Here's <laughs> yeah. 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 the exception. The Disney Disney policy is the bounce you out. Me and Michael are the nice ones. If we have to call the the not so nice ones, then you have to worry about it because that's that's gotten Millie. <laughs> But if it, we don't like what Millie said, we don't really have those issues here. You know, now, like some of the other events we work, the, you know, those are stories in and of itself. But, um, um, yeah. but FBE, um, our community, and what's so beautiful is it's really expanded. So we have a lot of the, the, the gay leather community that's coming in and, and um, a lot of the trans community that's coming in and the pan. And, and it's be, kind of become this space that all the different communities can kind of come together for a weekend and learn and teach and just be together. And we don't have, um, you know, knock on whatever, table, this, whatever is. this is, you know, um, kind of like what Millie said, you know, they, they just enjoy the energy and they don't want to see it ruined by craziness. And we've seen the growth that is, that has come because of that, just the growth in our, in our community as a whole, you know, the, like they said, the connections that are made during an FPE weekend they're pretty amazing. So when you sit back and you see, like, you know, these are people that I normally would have never spent time with, and now I consider them family, you know, and that's pretty great. Um, a lot of people, I, when we when we moved to the new hotel, we actually, me and Amia actually joked about putting a welcome home sign up, fr- up front because the year before, everybody it was like almost a unanimous comment of this is home. This is what feels like home to me mm-hmm. at town council. And it's the energy and it's the people for them that connect. Like Millie said, the connections they're making make them feel like they're coming to a family reunion almost. And they're going to get enjoy time with these people. They don't see maybe often, or maybe they only ever see them at FPE. Last year, I think we had the most out-of-state attendees. Yeah, all right. from Alaska. Yeah. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Israel. We had people yeah. from other countries. Yeah, we had yeah. Israel yeah. last we year. We ended up having like 26 
from different, I mean, not just 26 people, but from like Alaska, Virginia, different. Israel. Yeah. Different. Yeah. 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 I think we had Israel and one other. Australia, was it? Was it the Netherlands? Netherlands. The Netherlands. Yeah, Israel, the Netherlands, and I want to say we had a Canada, but I don't know if that's right or not. I think we did too. But, and then Alaska, which it's the long enough plane line where you feel yeah. like you're. And going even, to the even last year, one of the cool things is. Um, our sponsors really took off last year. Last year was the first time we had really what I would consider national sponsors. You know, um, we had uh, Whipler, um, who is a huge mobile app um, uh, as a sponsor, and then we had um, Bad Dragon, Bad Dragon, mm-hmm. which um, I know we're working with again this year. Um, we're really excited about that. Um, but you know, that was kind of for us. It's a bunch of these. Wow, how did we pull this off? Yeah. <laughs> well, last year, the first day, we had, what, 251 people check in on Thursday? Yeah. We, we, we hit a lot of records last yes, year, yeah. actually. Last year, I think, last year was the year we had decided that, one, we need to have, like, a start and stop point for the line, and number two, that we need somebody that's a greeter that's just making sure people aren't getting <gasps> yes, upset. That's actually a really cool thing we, we're, we're doing this year, um, is we're going to have, uh, I know we're going to be part of it, but I think we're going to have other people, too, mm-hmm. be greeters. So when people come in, there's somebody there to welcome them to the event. We are not Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> are you volunteering? She's in my fucking <laughs> <laughs> I started laughing, and I knew what you were thinking. We're going to get Scott a blue vest. I think I think Scott a blue vest. It's going to be the Walmart readers get yellow vests. Oh, I love yellow. Oh, okay, okay. But you know what's really important, I think, like, when people come to the registration desk, especially if they've never been, I'm, like, really, like, welcome, like, you know, the whole chirpy, chirpy, happy, happy person until I leave. <laughs> like, that smile stays on the whole time I'm there, yeah. but it's really important, I think. So, mm-hmm. like, for me, when I have my volunteers, I'm, like, you can't be crab ass. You gotta be happy to be in registration. It's really important. Because if they come up to registration and you're crabby and a bad mood, then that's what they remember. They remember all the bad. Absolutely. Okay, now we have to ask. Yeah, like share share your wonderful. Oh, oh great. So they're already on Amazon looking for vests. Okay, good. This says greeter on the back. Oh, Special one that looks like something the littles will wear. That's what I said. We're gonna bedazzle it. Yeah. <laughs> Reader. Like, well, this this is really what makes it fun for us. Is like we have these small inside joke moments where we're like, oh, that's really funny. Like the pillow fight at four a.m. in the hallway. <laughs> Like, we're and of course, to... I'm outside going, guys, you can't wake people up. <laughs> Mike was trying and to quiet them down. A <laughs> and then we're throwing Scott and Rowan are in the hall, like, beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we donated those pillows to the aftercare space when we were done with them. <laughs> Slightly used. Already fluffed. <laughs> I'm just amazed that at an event where floggers and whips are plenty, everyone just grabs pillows and yeah. <laughs> Oh, there's, See, there's a the new fun. plan for this year. I'm part about it because you can hand somebody a pillow and the war is on. If they take it, if they receive that pillow, oh. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're top, bottom, in the middle somewhere. Okay, so blue. I'm going to propose blue. in the dungeon a little roped off area with like two pillows. Finish him. <laughs> I will get a request. 
recording of the Star Trek fight music from the 60s. <laughs> I'm okay with this as long as there's safety socks. <laughs> Did you want to tell the story of the safety songs? songs? Yes. Malachi has to tell it. Yes. So this was um, kind of like the Subby Olympics. We were doing Iron Dom, but while everybody was putting together their toys, we had to entertain everybody. So we came up with these different games. We didn't. <laughs> Michael's like, yeah, I had no yeah, part of this. We did. She uses the term we loosely. Yes. <laughs> um, so, loosely. one of the things was um, to put mouse traps down and have a submissive walk through blindfolded while the crowd would maneuver them through. Um, so, he crushed my dreams when he said I couldn't use the big metal jaws of life. <laughs> Rat, rat traps. Little bear traps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> little bear traps. So he crushed my dreams there. So I was like, fine, we'll get the wooden ones. Nay, nay. We had to get the little baby wooden ones. <laughs> Only if we got safety socks. Okay, these are submissives. These are masochists. <laughs> we went to the dollar store. Got little socks. They put them on. Nobody died. Nobody lost a toe. <laughs> Michael was not happy. He wasn't happy, yeah. but they had socks on. And the submissive would get a candy bar if they got through, you know, without getting off. But when we were all well, done. Well, they might have gotten off. But well, yeah. Without losing a toe. <laughs> but after they were all done, we had this one girl who literally just rolled on them. She laid down and rolled over them. So it didn't matter about the safety socks because she was rolling all over them. Naked. Well, she had underwear on and pasties, yes. but it was perfect. But so, what yeah. is considered a safety sock? I know we we need a well, definition. I will tell you, <laughs> they need to be very thick and made of wool. It's too hot. I don't care. So, imagine from my standpoint that three in the morning, me waking up from the nightmare of seeing some. S-type walking through these things and a toe getting snapped off. They were little baby mouse traps. They wouldn't even knock a mouse out if it went off. They're little baby ones. So safety socks. So now because this year we've had a lot of people that says we miss those days. Though you know, we miss the Iron Dawn, we miss the Sub Olympics, we miss the movie, the popcorn movie party. So this year we're kind of we're going old school and Thursday night we're retroing. We're going back and we're doing the Iron Dom again and the Sub Olympics and the pajama movie party. Um, so now they're already talking, what are we gonna be doing now for the Sub Olympics? But whatever we do. We gotta have safety. We will socks. have safety socks for the people participating. You guys are so efficient and professional because I'm not even a sub, and I would have like walked past Daddy Michael the next day limping. Going, oh, oh mousetrap, cut my toe. <laughs> and I would have thrown them at you if you would have been that. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do like whack a mole, whack us up, whack us up. <laughs> and so, by the way, now this is the game that happens all year long. Is I get these random text messages or uh, instant messages of pictures. <laughs> And somebody did send me a whack-a-mole really? Really? 
Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, this, this thing, like, when I you think... blow it up and people can, they go in it and they pop their heads up and there's someone in the middle with a whack-a-mole and they hit them. I think, yeah, exactly. I think we could start a GoFundMe and we could buy it. We could get the time. It's June. We'll get safety hats. You know, we could actually safety hats. Safety hats. We could just play the safety dance. We could improvise. We could get like refrigerator boxes or washing machine boxes. Okay, I'm with you. Get in a box. Right. It's not going to cost anything. It's a mall of bats right in the middle. I would totally laugh. Oh, this is where I've gotten my <laughs> nickname, the Dream Crusher. Oh my God, is he ever? <laughs> hey, at least they're using their head heads and not other appendages. So I need help. I need help from your listening community. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have a vision that now for seven years I have been trying to make come true. If, if you say what I think you're saying, you're going to end up in a corner. <laughs> totally worth it. So, so, so I want to run a Worst snow machine. <laughs> for the pool party and have a like a blizzard pool party uh Thursday night and run a snow machine. And I have been turned I have been nay-nayed. So we could do like slip a slide up there? All Wait, the things. So yes. I don't understand why you've been nay-nayed. Michael, share. Why is this a bad idea? Costs? I think it's a brilliant well, not idea. Only is it the cost, but the cleanup effort, because either the snow is made up of uh, particles or soap. Either way, the pool is going to be very nasty afterwards. What about duck hunting? <laughs> this is what this is my life. Flash that. What about like people? You know, we could shoot them with air guns. This is this is my life. Yeah. <laughs> safety socks. So no whack a mole. No, I like the whack a mole. I like the whack a mole. Yeah, the whack a mole. Yes, I I have to agree with Daddy Michael with the snow. I'm like, no. 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 I'm sure we can find biodegradable snow. We could. Actually, there is a snow park because over where we live, every year one of the local cities rents a snow machine, and it's just nasty and dirty, and the cleanup. I'm like, no. I don't know. How much did you pay her? Nothing. That's what I want to know. You're, 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 you're no, no, I'm in plan around 15 years. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Dutch. <laughs> this is where I feel you daily, Michael. He does that. Like. Well, someone said sub hunt. Yeah, like a duck hunt. And I have several Nerf guns. See? That I think we can go with. And I'm willing to buy those new fully automated Nerf guns oh, for the cost. For the cost. We could do like a, like a game, like a hotel game, where everybody's just going around and shooting each other. Did you ever do it at KCO? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I did but he did it. Oh, yeah. 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 With the Airsoft? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. was so much fun. That's a funny story, too. That's, that's, that's when they were hiding behind the equipment, though, and I was going, we need a cattle Well, we had one yeah. submissive <laughs> who was wearing, I think it was a duck, duck. onesie. And she would walk him back, back and forth. And if you hit her, she would uh, quack and yell out and then turn around and walk the other way. So it was this whole thing of shooting her. So she'd quack and yell and turn around and walk the other way. And then it well, turned then we into had quack, one that quack, just stood there with his arms up and we just hit him. Didn't move. Just We just hit him. I could do that for hours. <laughs> I know. It would be so, I would leave registration for 30 minutes to go do that. Oh, that's a class. Wow. There you go. That's, Wait a second. This is being recorded, right? Yes, Do you have this on record? That's called negotiation. <laughs> <laughs>
can we run a dunk so, booth? So it, we, we actually talked about, about that. that. Yeah. That would be fun too. Um, so um, let's forget about their ideas. Did you get ideas? Did you guys have any more questions you want to ask? <laughs> dunk the daddy Michael. <laughs> I like the idea of a dunk booth. That would be fun. Like put people in actually, there. I like that idea too because I could talk some wicked smack. <laughs> do the dunk that would be a great cherry. I was just going to say, that would be a way to yeah. raise money. Maybe you and Master Cecil me, in the dunk bank. and all people names <laughs> get away with it. No, what we should do is put you and Master Cecil in the dunk tank, and whoever raises the most money can claim owner of the band. The band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already the owner of the band. Well, it's either that or a karaoke twist off, so I'd go, I'd go with the dunk tank. <laughs> Actually, I have a few ideas of who could be in the dunk tank. Yeah, you. 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 Me. It's all about you, Daddy. I think it should be tops. That was a topic that came up off of, um, before we started recording about the Carlton. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, So, so year three, I don't know who came up. Do you remember who came up, Jesse, with the idea? I think it was, I think it was like me, you, and Shelly. We were joking, and then it went... No, this would be great. That if we sold out, that Daddy would have to wear a cheerleader outfit at closing ceremonies. So we sold out. Mm -hmm. And he goes running through closing ceremonies in this cute little tutu cheerleader outfit. And uh, you were so cute. You're so adorable. You're so cute. You're you're leaving out the best part of the homemade underwear he made (laughs) for that costume. So, So we made him homemade underwear that said sexy butt. (laughs) <laughs> at the bottom and somehow in the in the mass of of cleanup after fpe that year they ended up in our suitcase which somehow ended up in his underwear drawer <laughs> so one day he calls me at work all annoyed that his butt was itching all day he couldn't figure out why and he went to the bathroom finally and he ended up wearing the sexy butt underwear to work <laughs> Well, now we know he doesn't wear long underwear. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was long. Yeah, it was long. No, it was long. Yeah, no, it was long. So, um, so this year we haven't done it in a while, and so this year they um, they came up, and it's actually a two parter. That if we sell out, Daddy at closing ceremonies is going to dress up like Carlton from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air and do the Carlton dance, and Scott is going to dress up like the Fresh Prince. And hang out there with them. So, (laughs) just so everybody knows, I was voluntold. (laughs) I did not know. You had to agree at some point, sir. Really? You had to. I never did. That's not the way this works. I'm pretty sure he agreed when he said, I do. Right. And so did you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I we share? We can share. Can what do we share? share that we have a, uh, a newly married couple in our course oh, staff? <laughs> we finally made it official. It's officially official. Uh, on a mountain in Montana. Yeah. Yes. Fire River. Fire River. Waterfall. And a band. Really, really romantic, and then <laughs> no, we we drug uh, Daddy Michael and Amita Montana with us so that they could hike down a mountain in a three-piece suit <laughs> in a full bridesmaid long dress. Yes. I was in a wedding dress. Come on, <laughs> like, I, I don't feel for you at all right now. Um, and get married in Montana by the waterfalls. Michael, Ooh. but you guys saw the. Do you have my vows? 
<laughs> I lost his vows, okay? <laughs> Did you ever find it? We, yeah, someone else found them. Not me. I didn't even know I had lost them. <laughs> I almost brought an entire wedding to it. And... <laughs> yeah, because you really don't want him to ad lib. It would have been bad. Actually, that would have been pretty badass. <laughs> <laughs> Turn into like the Geico commercial singing the lyrics to a White Snake song. <laughs> See? I think that's what's so cool about the core group is we're family. I mean, I don't know when it happened. I think about three years ago, we all just sort of looked at each other and went, huh, like we're together all the time. Like we're family now. And and I think that's just the coolest thing about Drink us. Bullet. As, yeah. as we, we're, we're more than coworkers, I guess. We're, we're, we've turned into family with each other. So, And it's taken time to find, you know, people have come and gone. You know, it's like we're not the same group that we were seven years ago. Um, but when they don't work out, it's for a reason. And then somebody comes in that just fits. You know, they, they fit our work ethic, um, which is huge to us because that's just the kind of people we are. We work really hard. And if you're not willing to step up and work really hard, then you just don't usually work out, yeah. you know. So we all have that work ethic. and But we all also know how to stop and have fun and love what we're doing. And pillow fight it. 4 a.m. Yeah. 4 a.m. Whatever. Submissives to the community. And yeah. <laughs> and cherries on the stairs. Cherries yeah. on the stairs. <laughs> and our PJs. They cherries and, and what is it? Vodka. 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 Yeah. And so when they're finally at the point where they can decompress, they start to eat cherries. Yeah. We put our PJs on and break oh, out the cherries. The cherries you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is awesome. Um, any other final words? Anything you want to let our listeners know? Or have our loyal listeners know what's coming up? Well, we are we are getting in you know in the thick of um, of FPE for this year. Got a couple months to go. Um, we're Great yeah we're, we're we're putting our presenter lineup. We're doing it in a teasing fashion, and we're giving one one um, presenter a day. Um, so that's on our Facebook and um, on our website, and not on FetLife yet, but it will be. Um, we've got amazing presenter lineup. Um, we're like I said, Thursday night we're going old school. We're having some fun. Um, Friday nights art gala we're doing again because that's really popular, and we're doing a stage presentations with one of our community members who does kind of an improv communication um, show where it's participation Mm -hmm. so everybody can get involved so we're really excited about that we're doing some special things um, with the boot blacks and we're showing some movies Um, what else are we doing? Vendors Awesome oh, vendor! Our vendor lineup this year is just uh, MJ and Craig, who are vendor coordinators, just have done a phenomenal job, and um, it's hard. And and you know we get so many. We're starting to get so many amazing presenter applications and vendor applications that I don't, I don't. It's painful envy their job at all. Yeah, yeah it's because painful. they have to turn so many great people away. Because yeah. well, let's face it, we're not a huge convention, so we don't have a, a huge vendor room and so unfortunately they have to say no and I don't know how they do it no, I don't know how they do it it's tough so um, we've got um, uh, do we want to talk about what we the, the thing that came kind of together today 
about the uh, third space? Oh, yeah. So we're going to be doing, um, yeah, you want to do that? No, you did because it was your idea. Um, so we always do a teaching dungeon every year. Um, so Friday night, um, the um, House of Black uh, in the South Florida area will be um, um, hosting our teaching dungeon for us and, and helping people who are new to learn some new skills. But Saturday night, um, we're turning the third dungeon into a photo dungeon. Because every year we have people come up to us and ask, hey, if I do rope, can I take a picture? Or, you know, my, my sub or my bottom's looking great in this outfit. Can I get a picture of them on the cross? And unfortunately, the main dungeon, we just can't have that, you know, for mm -hmm. safety and security purposes. So after kind of talking with everybody, we decided to make the third dungeon Saturday night into a photo room where people can go in if they want to do rope, if they want to do pictures on the cross or the A-frame or something like that. That gives them that ability to take some personal pictures so that's going to be new for us this year so we're really excited um, to offer that to the community as well uh, this is our second year doing this but I'm real excited about it we are offering a very limited uh, actually only six uh, VIP um, tickets and um, I know that they're a little pricey um, but it's because we wanted to make it somewhat um, very select and uh, you're going to have, at minimum, we're going to be doing a uh, producer's lunch with them. And take them to we'll, lunch. We'll cut, yeah, we'll take them to lunch. And um, they're going to see some of the behind-the-scenes pieces. We also will uh, reserve seats for them in their classes. Um, we'll have someone that um, uh, kind of, what do they call it? Concierge. Concierge. Um, to help them through. through. So And Lady um, Malachi makes amazing sweets and pastries for them, too. And uh, they get a goodie basket in their room. And just kind of things to kind of say thank you to them. So. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a way to um, um, have all the fun and see all the behind the scenes stuff um, uh, along with that. So that's, yeah. that's what I'm excited Maybe about. Well, we have the mentorship back again. Oh, so, yeah, the mentor program is going to be back again. So it's um, Master Tony. Mm -hmm. Master doing Tony's that. doing that. So I got a lot of good things about that last year, so I was glad to see it come back this year. Something we didn't talk about are the elves. Oh, yes, that's oh, awesome. the house cell. Oh, how dare oh. we forget them because oh, those people I are lifesavers. They have everything. So I have to share. So we were presenting at the Power Exchange Summit, which is in Ohio. Is that right? Ohio. Yeah. Ohio. And they have a house room. They call it, I can't remember what they called it, but it was a room where submissives that are service People that wanted to give back, not necessarily to misses, but people that wanted to give back to the event could go to this room. So if you needed something, if you just wanted a break, you wanted a massage, whatever, you could go to this room. And we thought it was a great idea. So I said to uh, Dan and Don, who were the producers at the time, I said, can I steal this idea and like morph it? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So that's the beginning of the house elves. And so for people that don't know, our house elves are people, are just attendees. They're, they're not volunteers. They're not staff. They're just attendees, but who want to give back to the event and somehow... Um, they get a backpack full of all sorts of goodies from Band-Aids to Q-tips to super, I mean, all the things that you could possibly want. Plus a lot of them bring their own stuff. Right. Yeah. And when they feel like being in service to the event, they put the backpack on. And so people know that, you know, if they need something, they can get them. And when they don't want to do it anymore, they just take the backpack off. This year, um, Crystal, who is our... Uh, 
our head elf, who's phenomenal, has just taken it to another level, um, has come up with the idea of doing a, a booth, like a house elf booth. And so not only will we have house elves roaming the, the con, but we'll actually have a designated space. So if somebody needs something but can't find a house elf at that point, they can kind of go and connect and have that person help them. So um, we're really excited to bring that this year too so that's going to be great i'll say as uh, i've run finalist coffee time fourth week of the month and one of the elves came last month and she was just like talking and talking about it she was so excited she can't wait for the con to come so yeah and everything that she's going to have in her bag so i'm excited to have them this yeah, year they're yeah. awesome yeah. i i want to just kind of throw out there and i want to urge people to you know we're always looking for volunteers we're always looking for help and i've I've heard numerous people say, you know, I'd love to volunteer, but um, I don't know who to talk to, yeah. you know. So just, like, I just urge people, it's it's an amazing feeling to give back to your community by volunteering at any con, and it's not just this one. Mm -hmm. So reach out to any of us if you're interested. We're always looking for volunteers. Um, like I said, like Amia said, you know, like 12 hours is all we expect from you, but it's a very fulfilling 12 yeah. hours. And it, it's not like it's done all at once. It's no. broken up through the course of the weekend, and the volunteer organizer tries to make sure that if there's a specific class you want to attend, they try to make sure you're not, like, working at that time. That way you can attend it. But the bottom line is, no matter how well-oiled the machine is behind the scenes. You know, our core staff is great, absolutely. But without the volunteers, the people that you see every day, you know, it, we definitely couldn't do this. We couldn't do this on our own. No. You know, we do a lot of the planning and the legwork, but our volunteers are what make the convention look so smooth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. so. And I think just my final thought is... Um, we love our attendees. I mean, we have a great core, we have great ideas, but if we didn't have people coming, then it would just be a bunch of us walking around a hotel all weekend. So, <laughs> you know, we love our attendees. We love the energy they bring. We love the ideas. We love it when they stop us. And 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 all core have name badges, so they're really easy to find now. And we love it when they stop us and they share and they give us feedback and they tell us things that have touched them throughout the weekend. It just helps us do our better jobs. So we do this for our community and, you know, we love the support that they've given us all this time. And once again, we'll have a DJ Pup back uh, to be our uh, house DJ for the play spaces. Um, I know that she is rather loved. And so I always like throwing that out there as well. Yeah. Yeah. The contest is going to be happening again this year. We're still looking for contestants. If you have a dynamic or a relationship you feel that, you know, should should get some light to it. And that's really what we like to pride ourselves on is having contestants that maybe have something that's not necessarily seen in the general pop. Or they want to make sure that there's another explanation applied to, like, Master Slave. And they want to share how they do it. You know, we really like to have those contestants because it's an educational title. So you'll be teaching about your dynamic and we don't judge you about if you're doing it right or wrong. We just judge, you know, you're only scored against if you're actually living what you're saying. And can you articulate match. and can yes. you articulate what you're doing? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Because no two relationships are the same, yeah. no matter what your dynamic is. So you can always bring something to the table that is just you. Yeah. And, and even if you're not in a relationship, you can always come to FPE um, because power exchange is not only occurring with um, current relationships that you may be in, but it's happening all over the place from work environment to um, all these things. And so all these skills that um, are being taught by some great presenters um, can not only help you in relationship, but also with your personal life, your work life, all these things. So we always encourage, um, don't let your status uh, stop you from coming. Yeah. And then finally, you guys are going to be there as well, right? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. We will. Broadcasting again and doing interviews. Yes. And trying to get people uh, not only to tell us their opinion of FPE and the classes and promote that, but also tell us your backstory of how you got into the lifestyle. Um why you stay in the lifestyle. We're always looking to, to shed the lifestyle, regardless of what it be, in a bright light. So um, more people can get educated. And hopefully, you know, if they want, join. If they don't, hey, that's great too. We have to thank you guys so much for what you do. I know I know you guys are, are so busy promoting and, and showcasing the community that that I almost feel like I wish we could turn the tables and do a podcast on the two of you sometime <laughs> because you guys are so amazing. You travel so much and you go to all the different events. You go to the groups, you go to businesses and and you're really about bringing our community together and you live it in in you and it's shows and all you do so thank you guys for um for all that you do for the community and and getting the word out about everything so thank you thank you and they could still purchase tickets on FloridaPowerExchange.com at the moment. FloridaPowerExchange.com will take them um, and help them get over to our Eventbrite okay. um, website and get them all signed up. Does the prices go up July 1st? Yes, yes. Yeah, we are July 1st. We go into our uh, our late pricing. So um, for the rest of the month of June, it's $80. That's for the entire weekend. Um, and then July 1st, it goes up to $100 and through sellout. And um, we generally will go live with day passes in August because then we'll have a better feel for how many day passes we can have. So um, once we look at our numbers, we'll make that decision. And if we can do day passes, it will be in August. August when those will come through. Yeah, and this is also the first year um, that um, ticket sales at the door will actually be a little higher than uh, online. I actually don't think we'll get to that point. I think we'll sell out before um, uh, tickets at the door, but just in case um, we don't, um, again, we try to remind everyone that try to get your ticket online. It's a little bit cheaper. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you much. Thank you very much, everyone, Thank for you guys. Uh, giving us your time, and we're looking forward to a great FPE this year. Yes, we are. Yay! Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show tonight. You can find us on our webpage, livinasexpositivelife.com, on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, on Living a Sex Positive Life, where you follow all our stories and adventures. You can find me on all social media as Miss Angelique Luna. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter as John C. Luna. Please reach out and let us know how we're doing. Please like, share all our contents, leave your opinions, comments, complaints. We accept it all. But we also like to thank our sponsor, The Woodshed. You can find them on their webpage, thewoodshedorlando.com. And they're also on FetLife and Facebook, where you could see a lot of their events and promotions going on. So thank you very much for uh, joining tonight.
Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.